Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. All right, this is an interesting one because we don't use this word enough in today's society and culture. I think our culture actually even tries to convince us that there is no such thing as enough. There's never enough money. There's never enough, you know, nice enough car, never enough watches, never enough shoes. Um, well, there's really never enough shoes, right? Am I? But, but it's like it's saying that there's never, never enough. And, and the secret to truly being happy and satisfied in your life is knowing what that enough level is and then being able to say, you know what? I have enough. I have enough. There's a woman uh, who's a good friend of both myself and Cindy, Jody Bridges, who um, works for Lend US, and she actually took an entire year and didn't buy anything except for consumables. So she would buy food, of course, but literally didn't buy anything for a year. Nothing. No clothes, no nothing that wasn't a consumable. And I'm waiting for her to write a book about it. I wish she would, right? Because it's a very fascinating story. But man, it taught her, because she said, you know what? I realized in a lot of areas in my life, not just in my stuff, she said, I have enough. I have enough. She said it was a really interesting exercise. You know, in fact, thinking of that, do you know one of the largest growing businesses? It is a $38 billion billion, with a B, $38 billion industry is storage units. We are spending, as Americans, $38 billion storing things. Isn't that stunning? And do we think that stuff makes us happy? You know, probably not. And again, one of the things, like I said, I I have is, is I think in the past, as I've shared, is running too hard, thinking I didn't have enough, kind of operating out of a place of feeling like I wasn't enough and missing some things in my life. So three statements on this one. First of all, I have enough. I have enough. That's a pretty powerful statement. But you have to know what enough is. So again, whether you're working with a coach or whatever that looks like for you, make sure you know what is enough. Because it can't just be a, 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 you know, unending, you know, just race to whatever is coming. You have to know what is enough. And work with somebody to help you figure that out. What's enough? And then achieve that. I mean, I loved Jessie Prince, where are you, girl, sitting up here today talking about what she's going to do because she's working on it. And she's like, you know, you with your 400 units, I'm coming after you. But, you know, she's, she's a, a woman who is setting her goals, and she's like, I'm going to hit this, I'm going to hit this, and she's going to know when enough is enough, okay? So be willing to say I've had an, I, I have enough. Here's another little corollary to it is I've had enough. It's a little different, right? I've had enough. One of the things that I think drains us um, and one of the things that I've had enough of is um, sometimes my mobile phone, okay? I mean, I have had enough of being tied to it um, and being a slave to my phone. There was actually a super interesting study done, um, Indiana University, Purdue. There is something that literally is called phantom pocket vibration syndrome, right? Do you have it? Do you have that totally? Yes. Okay. All right. I know. Well, there's a support group that's going to be meeting down the hallway later. So, yeah. But you guys know what this is, phantom pocket vibration syndrome. And they found that 90% of their students suffered from this. 
that they constantly thought somebody was, oh, 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 somebody's getting in touch, oh, you know, and it was raising, like, their anxiety levels because they kept, like, oh. And then they actually measured, too, their anxiety levels when they couldn't check their phone. Like, when their phone was put away somewhere, oh, I mean, the, the anxiety levels in, this, in the study were off the charts. So that's something. So who knows what it is in your life? But I think about that, and I think about what's weighing you down, because that is something that I will say. I've got times, as a single parent, I feel like I have to have my phone with me all the time. But man, you know, it's, it's something that I'm finding ways to work around, because I've had enough of like, oh, maybe somebody's calling. I mean, I've had enough, had enough of it. And just like, you know, speaking of your phone, thinking of, we, we take such care and attention to charge our phones, don't we? Oh, I mean, we do. We take way more care and attention every night. We carefully put it in its charger and, you know, make sure that it's all juiced up. And if during the day it's feeling run down, we bring it to its special place and we make sure that it's, you know, doing okay. Do we do that for ourselves? No, we don't. Why don't we do that? So think about what's draining you. For me, it's my phone. But think about what's draining you and spend enough time and energy and put the, take as much care in charging yourself up as you do your damn phone. Am I right? Okay. Here's a, well, yeah, hi, that's a good one. Although I do feel weird without my phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways. Here's another uh, final thought on this one is saying, I am enough. I am enough. It's interesting. There was um, a gentleman last night where one of the things, he was sitting back here, I didn't catch your name, but he was um, talking about that the challenge he was really struggling with was. I'm overestimating what he could do. And man, I feel that. As soon as you start talking about it, it's like I overestimate. I pack up my schedule and then I can't do very well at all these things. And sometimes we're driven to that because we don't feel like we're enough. So we have to do more. We have to take on more things. And like I said, you know, I love writing these presentations because they're very like cathartic for me because I, I sit and think about these things. And I, I, I'll show you, in fact, a girlfriend of mine, I didn't put a picture of it in the presentation, but a girlfriend of mine actually gave me this cool little necklace and it's got a key on it, and it says enough on the key. And I remember asking her when I was writing this presentation, I was like, well, what did you mean by that? You know, I mean, what kind of enough did you mean? And it's interesting because she described these, these things. She said, you have enough. There's certain things where I've seen you, you've had enough. And she said, you are enough. Okay, so think about that. I am enough. And I did, I, I thought about that last night. If you're overcommitting yourself, think about, is that because you feel like you're not enough? Okay, because you are enough. You are enough just as you are. You're here equipping yourselves. You're surrounded with like-minded people, but you're enough. You have everything that you need in you to be successful, to continue, to carry on, to be great for your family, to be great for your business. You're enough. Let's go to the next word, sorry. Oh, I remember when Emily was little, we'd play the game sorry, and she would with such glee land on me and be like, sorry. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem sorry at all, actually. You know, I think the, but it can be a very loaded word. Um, I do think that um, sorry is something that um, in some cases we don't say it often and appropriately enough, and in some cases we say it too much. So it's a very interesting word. And I do think that there are places in our businesses and our lives, our relationships that could be healed with a genuine sorry, a real apology that has an action or a resolution or a next step to it, right? But you need to use this word with caution, okay? Here's what I mean by this. I love this hashtag, sorry not sorry, because <laughs> well felt that way. But I would tell you, don't say sorry when you are actually not at fault for something. 
there was another gentleman sitting over here last night, I think it was Kyle was your first name, if I remember, and you were talking about the feeling of, like, you know, the realtor calls and they, need, they expect me to respond right away. And I almost can guarantee you because I could feel it, you know, and I would have done the same thing, you know, just been like, you probably call them and go, oh, I'm so sorry that it took me a while to get back to you. Don't be sorry for that. Okay, you're not at fault. It was something I used to do, and man, I had to get over this in, in my practice years ago. Um, I would call customers, and I'd say, I'm so sorry, but your appraisal didn't come in, you know, at value. Well, then they suddenly think that it's my fault, like I did something to make the appraisal not come in at value. I'm sorry that your, you know, title work is all messed up. Well, so, you know, and I'd realize, oh my gosh, I have to stop saying sorry because it assigns fault to you. That's not yours. So don't say sorry when you're not at fault. Okay, think about that. Another time um, that you should not say sorry is when you're taking the floor, okay, in a meeting, wherever it is. And I'm sure that there are men who do this, but women are champions at this, aren't we? You guys know what I'm talking about. You're sitting in a meeting, and we do this wonderful thing. So we've done it too. Oh, I'm sorry, but could I just ask a question? Hey, just kill me, because you just did ask a question, so, and then you apologize for it. You know, I'm so sorry, but could I just interrupt? Could I just interrupt? You know, I'm so sorry. Don't do that. I mean, really, and it's, it's, it's easy to do, but stop doing it. Stop doing it. Catch yourself on that. And even get an accountability partner. If they catch you doing it, tell them to make you stop, okay? That weakens you. Don't do it. Never say sorry when you're sticking to your values or your principles or what's most important to you. Something is not right principle-wise, integrity-wise. You never apologize for that. You never say sorry for that. Don't ever say, well, I'm sorry, but I just don't, you know, agree with that. No. Just say, I don't agree with that. I don't believe that. Don't apologize for that. Most importantly, don't say sorry when you're not actually sorry. Because those are the worst. Oh, heavens. I used to date a guy who was a champion at this, you know. I, something would happen, and he'd be like, well, I'm sorry, but you made me, you know, do that. I was like, Really? Seems weird. Well, I'm sorry that you took it that way. I was like, well, it was super rude. That's why I took it that way. Like, that's not an apology. You know, oh, I hated that. Okay, so don't apologize. Don't say sorry. You know, don't apologize if you're not actually sorry. Um, on that note, keep your big butt out of your sorries. I mean it. Don't ever say again, sorry, but, because that means you're not actually sorry. You've ruined your sorry if it's followed by the big butt. Don't say sorry, but just say whatever the thing is. Don't say sorry, but. Does that make sense? Okay. Is there somebody in your life that you think you need to say sorry to right now? All right. Last word. My last word is wow. Let's hear a wow. Okay, one more time because we're almost done. Wow. Okay, I love this word. Now, I use this word a lot. Right? I love the word wow, because it's just how I feel a lot of the times. How many of you have ever seen like the California Redwoods? Have you ever like driven through and seen this? Okay, or you've probably had an experience like this. I remember being there my first time. The first time I saw one of these amazing redwoods, I was like, wow, like I had never seen anything like this. I mean, I couldn't take my eyes off it. It was just like, wow. Within 10 minutes, I'm just zipping past them like, yep, yep, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, you know? How quickly we lose our wow. How often have you been at maybe a sporting event, something like that, and there is something amazing happening during the game or at halftime? I mean, I saw this uh, halftime show at a basketball game. 
It was unbelievable. There was like these contortionists and, you know, I mean, like this amazing thing was happening on the floor. Half of the stadium was like, you know, I mean, they're not even watching, like completely checked out to what's happening right in front of them. We so easily lose our sense of wow. And I think we are in a wow industry. Man, we have the ability to change the game for our customers and for our partners and for our families. This is a wow business to me. And don't lose the wonder of that. Don't lose the value and the importance and the impact of what we do every day because it's awesome. It's why I love this business. I am confident that the people that make these most excellent little clickers probably feel really, you know, like a meaningful call about, you know, that they help people click on their presentations, you know. But think about what we do. We get people into homes. And every single time, especially in a purchase market, somebody's going through something that's probably a bit emotional when they purchase a home. Okay, they are moving their family. Maybe they're getting married. Maybe they're getting divorced. Maybe somebody died. Maybe somebody got a new job. Maybe somebody lost a job. Maybe somebody had a baby. You guys know all these stories, right? Because you hear them. There is something that's like a wow moment in somebody's life when they're purchasing a home. And we are a part of that. That is epic to me. That is a wow. That's really important. And I'm going to share a couple things that have, have wowed me. Um, last year when I was here, you guys may remember, I was on my sabbatical. I had um, actually left a place that I'd been at for about 17 years. Took, I took some time off. Like I said, I called it my sabbatical. Had all kinds of fun. But I wasn't actually, you know, I wasn't working when I was here last year. And it was Excellent. I mean, I won't kid you. It was a lot of fun to be off. But I actually went back to work for a great company, and I'm not here to sell you anything, but I do want to tell you um, I joined an incredible company called Total Expert. And it's cool. Like, I saw this quote, and it reminded me of why I joined. It says, people buy technology from startups, which we are, for one of two reasons. One, it's technology they can't get anywhere else. Or two, it's a level of service and support and love they can't get anywhere else. And that's why I joined Total Expert, is because this is a company that literally wants to love and wow our customers. And we hear it all the time. I know there's a lot of companies that are represented here where your company has total expert. And so to me, that's, that's like a wow. Like, I, I love this company. I love the people in the company. To me, that's a wow. And I'm so excited to be there. There's a couple people. There's a lot of people actually in this room who absolutely wow me. I mean, just a bunch of them. One woman who wows me incredibly, and I hope she's here somewhere, although I'm not like fast enough to see her is this woman, is Louise Thaxton. Louise, are you here? Louise, girl, stand up. Give it up, girl. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like, she's a warrior. She's a warrior. And actually, I didn't know that she was speaking right in front of me um, when I actually put this together. Another person who wows me, Callum Ross. Is he still here somewhere? Stand up. You are a wow. I mean, you're a wow. You're amazing. And you know what? I say, wow, you're a giver. Because what I learned about him, I mean, you can tell how brilliant he is, right? He's brilliant. He's passionate. He's, like, incredible. But he's a giver. Like, when I started creeping on you a little bit, you know, on social media, you know, he's a giver. He's involved in so many charitable things. The book you wrote, your, your funds go to sick kids. Um, you're such a giver that you get a pedicure with your daughter. Yeah, I love that. You just, you're a giver. Another woman in this room who I just say, wow, this woman is an angel, is this woman right up here in front, Linda Davidson. Oh, stand up. You stand up, girl. You're a wow. You're a wow. Wow. You're an angel. Another person that I'm wowed by, I don't know if he's here, 
Tom Ramirez, are you here? Where, 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 where? Hey, wow, man, wow, wow. Like, seriously, this guy is a powerhouse. You're on tomorrow, right? Saturday? Well, don't, don't leave early. Like, seriously, you are a wow. Like, I, I mean, following your stuff, looking at what you're doing, you must wow your agents and your clients all the time. You're a wow, big time. Another woman who is a wow to me, and I hope she's here. She is here. It's Tara Ann Hart. Stand up, girl. Stand up. She's a wow. You're a wow. Tara is a survivor. She's a survivor of breast cancer. And look at her. She's here. She's killing it. I mean, wow. You're here. You're here. And there's so many wow people in this room. I'm seeing my dear, amazing friends, Tim Bradhurst and Cindy Ertman, sitting in front of me. Now you guys are like a wow couple, which is kind of like a fun bonus, you know? RJ, you're in this room somewhere. I think you're just oh, a wow. There's so many, like I said, wow people. Todd and Deb, and it's not just your outfits, but stand up and let us give you a wow. Come on, give it up. Give it up. You're a wow. You're a wow. You're a wow. You're a wow. Yeah. And I think any of us can create an incredible competitive advantage by giving wow to our customers. And honestly, I do think the service that I get most places now, man, the bar is low. It is not that hard to give wow service, but it takes you. It takes you to do it and to decide what that is. 